Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book A Lucky Child, a memoir of surviving Auschwitz as a young boy. You may have heard of the Auschwitz concentration camps, where German Nazis performed unspeakable acts of ethnic cleansing against the Jews during the Second World War. Over the course of this calamity, about six million Jews lost their lives to the scourge of Nazism. Six million is a figure that we as bystanders are used to applying in a generalized sense to this profound tragedy, unintentionally turning the victims into a faceless, soulless and replaceable mass. Yet in reality, for those who personally lived through this experience, every person who perished was once an individual soul, and each had precious stories worth telling. The author Thomas Bergenthal is one such survivor. At the Auschwitz concentration camp, he was robbed of his name and labeled B2930. Thereafter, this serial number remained branded on his left arm, a permanent scar like all that he had experienced in his childhood. In this book, he recounts to us in vivid and honest detail every moment spent at the concentration camps and every face that he encountered. He does all this from the perspective of a child who was lucky enough to have survived the Holocaust. Compared to the nameless souls who were sent to the gas chambers, Bergenthal was comparatively lucky. Yet when compared to the average German child, he was not quite so fortunate, while other children were able to lead carefree lives, he had to come face to face with death on many occasions, and often only had fear for company. Nevertheless, within the contents of A Lucky Child, it is difficult to discern any sense of hatred or vindictiveness. Bergenthal uses plain language to gently reveal to us the reality of having survived the Holocaust, while paying tribute to the heroism and wit shown by his own parents during life-threatening moments. He does all of this while exposing in a candid manner, both the good and evil that humanity is capable of when put to the test. Not only did this period of hardship fail to make Bergenthal hate the world, it sparked in him a resolution to protect humanity, and safeguard universal human rights. After the war, an academically accomplished Bergenthal, embarked on a journey towards protecting universal human rights. This child survivor of the Holocaust spent his entire career fulfilling his promise to those he had lost, and did his utmost to comfort those who shared his experiences. In the following parts, let us look through the eyes of Bergenthal into a past fraught with hardship. Part 1, Displacement During Childhood. Part 2, Living Through Hardship Under Nazi Rule. Part 3, Reflecting on War in an Age of Peace. Part 1, Displacement During Childhood. Thomas Bergenthal was born in Lubokna, Czechoslovakia. Because his father owned a hotel, they originally led a pretty good life, after Hitler came to power, however, the oppression of Jews became increasingly severe. Eventually when Bergenthal was nearly five years of age, his entire family was ordered to move out of their hotel and leave Lubokna due to their Jewish identity. The hotel was to be handed over to a party that had close ties to the Nazis. It was then that the Bergenthal family began their life of displacement. They stayed temporarily at a hotel owned by friends, and also at a small run-down apartment. Without any business or savings, Bergenthal's father had no choice but to do what he could to make ends meet. Before long he found a job as a door-to-door -door salesman for medical equipment, but as he needed to travel around the country to visit customers, Bergenthal and his mother were often left alone at home. In Bergenthal's memory, while his mother was not a great cook, she was extremely skilled at arguing. Once, when Bergenthal's father bit into a roast chicken that she had made, he tasted a mouthful of corn. 
it came to light that his mother had not cleaned out the innards of the chicken properly beforehand. Bergenthal's father was furious, but his mother merely refuted him sarcastically with accounts of his past wrongdoings. She won that argument without a doubt. Later, it turned out that his mother's combined gifts of wit and temper were not a bad thing. In fact, it would become a weapon that could protect the whole family. One day, when Bergenthal's father was out at work, the police suddenly appeared at their doorstep to inform his mother that they were going to be exiled due to them being Jewish and unwelcome foreigners. They were promptly taken to the police station, which was packed with people in a similar situation. Everyone was scared. Bergenthal's mother, however, put on an expression of rage and whipped out her German license, pretending it was her German passport which had in fact already been confiscated. In doing this she managed to deceive the Czech police who were on the brink of deporting them, successfully convincing them that she was a German living peacefully in Czechoslovakia. In the end, not only did they receive an apology from the police, they were even escorted home. Many years later, Bergenthal, who eventually learned what had happened, remained impressed by his mother's quick-wittedness in those desperate circumstances. Even though they had escaped danger for the moment, Bergenthal's parents realized that staying in Czechoslovakia was no longer safe. They decided to move to Poland, where they at least had hopes of being able to gain asylum in England. And so, the Bergenthal family embarked on a journey once more to escape danger. However, when they finally reached the Polish border, not only were they unable to enter Poland successfully, they were not able to return to Czechoslovakia either. As they were stateless at the time and had no official travel documents, the guards on both sides refused to let them in. Just like that, they traversed helplessly between the borders of those two countries for days. Then, an extremely ironic thing happened, it was none other than the Nazi German forces who had recently invaded Czechoslovakia that eventually helped them cross into Poland successfully. The German soldiers shouted fiercely, I order you to let them in. You had better not send them over to our side again. Things are going to be different from now on. So the Polish guards obeyed and let the Bergenthal family in. In the Polish city of Katowice, their quality of life was extremely poor and their room was filled with bedbugs. Yet Bergenthal remained happy. In the Jewish quarter he made many new friends. Everyone took care of one another and waited together for their British visa. It is worth mentioning here that in Katowice, a fortune teller told Bergenthal's mother that her child was a lucky child, and would be able to turn misfortune into good luck despite the ups and downs he would face in his future. A few weeks after this fortune was given, their lucky day arrived, they finally obtained the British visa that they had so desired. Yet fate decided to play another trick on them. That very day, Germany began to invade Poland and access to all the Polish harbors was blocked. While making a detour, their train was hit by an airstrike. Although the Bergenthal family was not hurt, the railway tracks were utterly destroyed, which meant that going to England was now an impossibility. Those who were lucky enough to have survived were thrown into despair, and could only accompany one another to the nearby ghetto of Kielce. Upon arriving at the ghetto, Bergenthal and his parents were allocated to a rundown, one-bedroom apartment. Even though his mother sold off nearly all her jewelry, they still lived in a state of poverty. Presently, his father found a job as a kitchen helper, and brought home a large container of food every day. Thus, Bergenthal and his mother frequently started to look forward to dinner in the afternoon. Apart from that, Bergenthal also did odd jobs for neighbors so that he could earn some pocket money or snacks in exchange. Bergenthal enjoyed doing these random jobs because it allowed him to meet different people and see how they lived their lives. Occasionally, 
the Polish would come along with wagons of expensive firewood. Together with his friends, Bergenthal would attempt to steal firewood at the risk of getting whipped by the wagon master, and in doing so, picked up some tricks for evading capture. Apart from acquiring firewood, these various small adventures added color to his otherwise dull life. Not long after, Bergenthal's father was put in charge of the ghetto's housing office, and was responsible for allocating living quarters to those who had moved there. Some people tried to use money to bribe his father in exchange for a bigger apartment, but they were immediately turned away. Their family in the meantime continued to stay in the same old narrow apartment. Shortly after, Bergenthal's father was asked to manage the ghetto's workshop. At the same time, Bergenthal's grandparents who were residing in Göttingen in Germany, were exiled to a Jewish ghetto in Warsaw. Upon receiving this news, Bergenthal's father pleaded with a German policeman who seemed relatively reasonable, and was finally able to bring Bergenthal's grandparents over to join them. From then on, Bergenthal was able to see his grandparents often, and with these two benevolent elderly people by his side, he was able to feel a rare sensation of peace and tranquility. But this sense of peace was short-lived. One morning in the August of 1942, a cacophony of whistles and gunshots ensued, the great cleansing had begun. A loud siren informed everyone that they had to come out of their apartments or risk getting shot. The Germans began to search their flats, and if they came across ill or elderly people, they would often shoot them on the spot. The courtyard was crowded with people, and everyone tried their best to hide from the soldiers and their dogs, which had been trained to attack upon hearing the word, Jew. Bergenthal's family was the last to emerge. Upon stepped outside, his father immediately lifted his workshop permit, and began to walk forward, calling out to his workers to follow him as he did so. As they walked forward, they were met with wave after wave of hostile resistance from the armed soldiers. Nevertheless, his father firmly insisted that he was merely carrying out orders to protect the workshop. Eventually, they were successfully allowed to continue. Bergenthal's father told him, never show them that you are afraid of them. In the end, thanks to his father's resourcefulness, this group of people was able to reside safely in the workshop and survive that particular ordeal. After that morning, however, Bergenthal never saw his grandparents again. Ultimately, those who had survived were sent to a forced labor camp. One day, Bergenthal's mother received an order that she was to report to authorities the next day. Upon receiving it, her face turned pale and she wept relentlessly. When Bergenthal's father got wind of this, he started to speculate, and told his mother that he was certain that the Germans would ask her to be an informant, and regardless of her answer, she would either be killed or sent to a concentration camp. The only solution was to try to steer their conversation in a way that prevented them from having a chance to raise this question. As it turned out, Bergenthal's father was right. His mother did as he advised and presented herself as a rambling fool, thereby emerging from this ordeal unscathed. After this, Bergenthal started to work as an errand boy for a civilian manager named Fuss. On one occasion, after he witnessed Fuss whipping criminals whom he deemed to be slacking off, he began to leak information that would help others avoid getting beaten up. On top of that, he secretly gathered information from Fuss radio broadcasts, frequently relaying news about current affairs to his friends. The days in the labor camp were by no means easy, but they were bearable. One early morning in July, 1944, a large group of German soldiers came charging in, rounded everyone up and put them on a train heading towards the Auschwitz concentration camp. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. 
Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.